thank you for checking out the Wide World of L podcast. I am the host of the podcast, Lavelle Miller, and today I hope to give you some insight on big person jujitsu. Uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram at 37 mode, you'll see a lot of times I use the hashtag big man jujitsu whenever I describe uh, different things. So that I do technique videos, uh, stuff like that. So, uh, what I want to do is make a video, not video, (laughs) podcast for you all discussing, um, steps to get to where you want to be in jujitsu. So, um, of course this is just the overall intro. There'll be a couple of things I'll cover, um, that people normally have questions when they first start jujitsu. Um, but you know, Go ahead, enjoy the ride, and thank you guys for checking it out. Hey guys, thanks for joining. Let's get right into it. So, let me cover a couple things that people normally ask me about when they first think about training jiu-jitsu or ass tips and pointers when I started doing jiu-jitsu um like I said big man myself these folks typically are people who first came to the gym or um they've been there for the you know maybe a, a free class or you know just people in general that I've spoken to that are interested in martial arts on the the jiu-jitsu journey for whatever goals uh, that they have or that they're looking for. Uh, so, without further ado, the first thing that I typically get asked um, is, do I need to get in shape before I start doing jiu-jitsu? And the easy answer is no. Um, but it's not saying that you shouldn't get in shape. So, if you if you if you look at it like this, when you start doing any type of physical activity, um, you start building muscles that are the best built for that activity. Uh, baseball players, you see, typically have big forearms. Uh, softball players have typically have big thighs and big butts. Uh, the same thing for like for a lot of gymnasts. Uh, basketball players typically are um, have a leaner muscle mass. They're not as big and as bulky. If you look at offensive linemen, uh, a lot of offensive linemen, they're just like thicker, bigger people. Um, Not necessarily cutting and as dense. The wide receivers are typically more lean and slender because their muscles are built for speed. Uh, Running backs are more, have, you know, bigger thighs and butts um, compared to their upper body, which may be still strong, but they have to be able to drive through uh, tackles and things like that. Um, you know, soccer players may have bigger calves and uh, and not necessarily too uh, too much bigger thighs. They don't want to add that extra weight, but it's built for you know the long string which run, but also the physical contact that you can get from playing soccer. So you see what I'm getting at here. So the same thing when you start doing your jujitsu, you're gonna build muscles that are best implemented for your style, your game that you'll be developing over the course of however many years you start going on this journey. So 
you don't need to work out. Now, it's not saying that you shouldn't, that you shouldn't want to keep building on different things that you are trying to do um, for martial arts. Because obviously, being in in better shape, uh, well, you won't get tired as fast, and you'll enjoy what you're doing a whole lot longer. Uh, things like that. So, it's not a big, but it's not a thing of like, if I don't work out now, I don't need to do jujitsu. I need to just do it later. Throw that by the wayside and just do you. Go in the gym, come as you are, uh, and then do the things that make you feel um, it's going to get you better faster uh, while you're there. So embrace the process of, like I said, the of building the muscles in the areas that develop for your, for your game that you'll get over time and know that you will be losing weight and if you especially if you live the sedimentary or you work a sedimentary lifestyle you'll be able to uh, compensate all that up uh, another thing uh, people ask me or they're surprised about so when I roll with a lot of different people uh, role people, uh, men, women alike, different sizes, and I'm always asked, you know, or not asked really, they're always surprised, they're like, man, dude, you didn't use, you didn't put your weight down on me, you didn't use all this extra strength, like, you used a whole lot more technique than I was, you know, surprised to see from somebody um, your size. And I use all that to say strength. Strength is very important in jiu-jitsu. Um, there's debates on weight training, the whole thing in jiu-jitsu community, and how important it is when in relative to skill level. A big person, we uh, typically use, and you see when you roll with a lot of people, they use too much strength in their role and not enough technique. Um, and then this is getting a whole lot deeper into it. So to revert back, know when you go into a school. What my recommendation is, if you didn't grow up doing a grappling type of sport, wrestling, sambo, judo, etc., you need to focus on not using as much strength as you can. Now... You may not. The thing about it is, is you know when you're exerting full force, and you know when you're not. Don't let somebody's conversation with you, like you're using too much strength here, derail you. There's been times where we've been practice certain moves uh, with framing elements, and people tell me all the time I'm using way too much strength to frame. I know I'm not. It's just the strength that I naturally have when you have me practice framing on somebody who is, you know, 100 pounds, 200 pounds lighter than me, right? It's going to feel different whenever I press on them versus somebody that is my size. So you don't want to get create bad habits by not using, this is how I should frame it, this is how I should move. You know the difference, you'll learn the difference between fully, like, let's say, sitting your arms and having them contract, which is getting, you know, like I said, once again, going uh, further away from the point, but you, um, 
when you're out there, I suggest rolling with, like I said, rolling with somebody who is smaller than you. Because when you roll with somebody who's smaller than you, you would know I'm using too much strength here or am I not. Is this person, every time they do a move, are they flying off me? Or is every time I'm doing something, they're like barely bothered by what I'm doing and they're ready to attack again or try to go for a counter or things like that. Uh, If you roll with somebody who's smaller than you, you naturally know you're not using as much strength. When you start rolling with somebody, because this is what's going to happen. It happens to me all the time. And there's only been a few people who have said it. There, everybody who rolls with me is typically smaller than me. Every single one. 6'3", 340, 350. Everybody's smaller than me. For the most part. So when I'm rolling with these people, they always... Uh, not always, but... They tend to use all the strength that they have. And depending on who it is, I know who is and who isn't. Not necessarily matters, but they're like, I'm so much bigger than him. They have to have used all their strength. And so I can't match that aggression because it'll, the role will be bad for me and my partners or whatever. And then when people are higher level belts, you realize, hey, what's good, is good, for, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And you just roll like you know how to roll. And everybody actually learns something gets better for it from out the roll. Uh... There have been a few people, like I said, not a lot, but a few people who have told me and criticized me for not using all my strength because they said, if I'm using all my strength and speed to compete against you, I need you to use all of your strength and speed so I can realize, is this technique I'm doing actually working or are they just having their foot off the gas pedal and I'm not actually benefiting from anything anything from this role? Um... So that's something, like I said, just a small, small thing. We start always keep that in your mind. Um, don't get discouraged by. Let's go. Keep going down the line here. Don't get discouraged by movements that you see in the class. Just like how you were taught, if you you know doing any type of PE, uh, recess, whatever. There's modifications for every single move no matter who's teaching this to you or whatever there's modifications for every single move that can fit your body style your body shape and you can just do what you have to do to make it work now because of sorry I'm me. because of your different body styles and shapes for everybody You may not be able to do every move in a competitive setting, but that doesn't mean that you won't be able to do the move. Learning moves are important for two ways. Go a little side note from here. Learning moves are important for two reasons. One, of course, the application of the move and being able to do it. But probably most importantly is being able to defend that move, right? Let's say if you're a person and uh, I had a teammate that was like this, and uh, no disrespect to him at all. He's one of my uh, favorite training partners I've rolled, rolled with. He has, he's probably like five, eight or nine, around 300 pounds, and all his weight is pretty much in his legs. And he, um, But his legs are short too. So he probably cannot throw up a triangle. 
effectively against most people because he has short, stubby legs. However, I guarantee you, if you throw up a triangle on him, he knows how to defend it. Why? Because he has at least trained to move enough times. He may have hit it on a lot of smaller people, but he's trained to move enough times to where he recognized the triangle, he recognized the setups, and then he is able to defend it if somebody tries to triangle him. Back to the point, with being able to do all the moves. There's a lot of moves that I see, and I tell people, and it's a common term that they use. Jiu-Jitsu, you have your tool bag, and you have tools in it. And depending on what's going on, you're pulling the tools out. All moves that you are learning to do will not be pulled out the tool bag that often. But it's important to learn them. And then when you find somebody, so you always have to think. So there's somebody your size, your shape somewhere that's a a high-level competitor. Um, you know, and like I said, I look at it as competitor. I'm not worried about belt levels. I look at it as competitor. Is you see this person going uh, consistently, winning local tournaments, winning uh, national tournaments, whatever their belt level is, that means they're trained to a certain expectation. They know how to have apply most things in more than a uh, novice fashion. So, or novice. So, with that being said, try to see, you got YouTube, you got the Instagram, you got Facebook. Try to see any pr practitioners, even if you, you might have someone at your gym who is seeing a move and being like, man, I can't do that move. How do you do it? How can you get it to work for my body style or how they think it changes even if that ask your professor there's certain positions i see all the time your boy is like i ain't doing that i ain't never doing that in the match but guess what i do i drill the move as much as i deem uh necessary plus some so i know i can effectively apply this with somebody is possibly smaller than me or maybe one day I can pull it out because the position is there. You know, you can't control when you're in the middle of the role with somebody you can't control how this role is going to go. You may think you do, but then you but then you end up getting swept and then now you're in a whole different ballgame. So always think about that. Always think it's, it's no harm, no foul with me acquiring all these different moves and learning how to do all of these moves and how to become more successful doing said moves. It's always good. Um, something that I face personally, something else I'm going to get discouraged about. When you're a big person, when you first go into the gym, people are scared to roll with you. They don't know if you're going to be spazzy, if you're going to use too much strength, like I mentioned earlier. Um, are you going to just lay on them and use all your weight and crush them? So, to be honest, most people probably will avoid you. Your professor is obviously not scared. They're going to roll with you. You have some browns, some high-level purples. Um, they'll more likely roll with you. Um, but your blues and your whites, from what I've seen, a lot of times, they'll try to avoid you. They'll never, in an open mat situation, they'll never uh, walk over to you and attempt to uh, roll and, and, you know, try to test their, their luck and skills and see how everything's going. Don't get discouraged by that. 
as you progress through the ranks, more people will want to roll with you because they will assume that you are going to take care of them. You don't want to hurt your training partners. That's very important. So since you don't want to hurt your training partners and they see that you're actually out there uh, applying safe techniques and not doing anything crazy out there to try to hurt them, more people will roll with you. And then uh, everything with that will be a whole lot better for you. Um, and I do, let's see here. Um, positional, like I said, I already went over that positional-wise. Um, you know, just, you know, always. So when you see, like I said, the fancy stuff that the smaller people do all the time, you may get discouraged about. I use that as an opportunity to tell people my size or whatever that I roll with. These are these positions. I like to work from here and then how I get up. Now, mind you, this isn't when the professor is talking or instructing how to move or whatever. But afterwards, when somebody's like, man, because uh, I've been asked before, side control escapes. Most times when you go to these tournaments with bigger people, people get taken down, they get brought to side control, and then the match is pretty much over. They just hold for side control the whole time. Y'all know how to get up. I've taught a lot of bigger people how to, what my favorite moves are to get up, and I just practice those typically all the time whenever I'm in the scenario. I never go and try to use all these other sweeps and stuff that I've been taught. I always use the ones that I feel more comfortable for my size. And that's something that you will learn as you go through the journey. These certain moves or movements that are your size that you're, you're more cautious of, more um, have more faith in, you'll be able to use those and you'll end up being more successful um, when, it, when it boils down to it. Uh, I do, let's see here if I can think of anything else that is a tip for a bigger person uh, that wants to start their jiu-jitsu journey to do. I do think at this point that that is all that I have for you guys. So, you know... Um, well, you know, when I said about the strength thing earlier, just try to throw this in there fast. That goes with your weight, too. Be cautious of how much you weigh. You know, if you can roll in with somebody who weighs 130 pounds or 300 pounds, do you really need to lay on them to where they can't move? Even if this person is a black belt, do you really lay on, need to lay on them where they can't move? You know, you're 300 pounds, and I don't care what type of training people think that they have. If somebody with a little skill outweighs you by that much they'll be able to hold you to the ground and you will not get up um so i but besides that i think that does cover it all so i would like to say you know i didn't want this pod to be too long it's just a few things i wanted to definitely hit on that are important for uh that are important for everybody as they go through um, their own journey um, or start their journey in the mixed martial arts world not mixed martial arts but jiu-jitsu world specifically if they are a bigger person you know the first thing is first is you know have fun go out there and uh, try something new uh, embrace the grind um, like uh, the common thing that wrestlers say so you know don't worry so let's try to quickly recap don't necessarily worry about losing 
uh, a bunch of weight before you start competing. Be cautious of using too much strength slash weight. Um, know that techniques uh, can be modified um, for all of them uh, that you do do. Um, and then, you know, you figure out which one's positional-wise, which one's the best for you. Um, always ask people um, that are around your size how they do and do things and get out. Look them up online um, as well. Always want to learn, the, like I said, learn the positions, things like that. Um, if I didn't have anything else, you always have the ability to go ahead and hit that rewind button. So I want to say thank you for checking out the Wide World of Bell podcast. I appreciate everybody who takes the time and listens. And this is how you become legendary. Greatness is earned.